This is an exclusive presentation from Federated Media, Unholstered. Here we go, rolling into another weekend with Unholstered. My name is Kayla Blakesley, one of your hosts here on Unholstered. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Catina. I am the other host of Unholstered. I am a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. And welcome back to the show. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Uh, Hopefully you're having a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in once again. This is the show all about sharing and telling the stories that don't often get told when it comes to not only uh, local law enforcement, just really law enforcement in general across the state, across the region, um, anything involving first responders or what have you. This is the place for that. And Sophia, I am so excited for today's topic because it really is a hot topic if you're from or or live in or travel through the Fort Wayne area, you hear all the time about not so much traffic in terms of bumper to bumper, although we've had our fair share of that with construction over this past summer. Um, But we hear a lot of traffic complaints, whether that be people speeding or tailgating, running through stop signs, uh, running red lights. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. And I uh, came into the studio a couple of days ago, and I was scrolling through uh, Wayne 15's website, which is a local news station here in town. And uh, Alyssa Ivinson, one of the reporters uh, slash anchors over there, did a great piece on, um, I'm going to say some of the traffic issues, whatever you want to call them, uh, in and around the Fort Wayne area. She kind of really dove in to what's happening and the the, the big um, hubbub from the public, if you will, is that they want Fort Wayne police to do more, to enforce more uh, of the laws when it comes to, again, speeding, running red lights, stop signs, and what have you. Again, the piece was really great. Um, but in this piece, she also mentioned the fact that a Fort Wayne traffic unit could traffic division could be coming to fruition. So there's a lot to unpack here in this whole piece, Sophia. <laughs> we've only got 27 minutes. Yes, we've only got a really short uh, period of time <laughs> to dig through it all. But I think to to kick things off, it would be important to maybe start with some some facts, with some stats. And you are a resident stat girl. You love to bring them in. Because I mean, I know because I know you, Sophia, and I know a lot of members on the, the on the police department. I mean, I know y'all are is- issuing citations and tickets and what have you. But the proof is in the pudding. Uh, do you have those numbers? I mean, how many citations are you guys issuing uh, for traffic related problems? I, I do have those citations, and and to kind of circle back of what you said, people have gotten out of hand with their driving. I, I mean, I see it all the time in my personal vehicle, even in my squad car. Um, sometimes I'm able to make stops. Sometimes I'm not um, just because depending on where I'm going. Right. Sometimes I'm, you know, I'll pick up a run or sometimes, you know, I, um, I I can't make that stop for whatever reason. So how does that work? For example, sorry. And I know I just said I want to start with the stats, but <laughs> let's say you're you're driving to work. You're in your squad car or maybe you're driving here. You're driving to do unholstered and you see someone uh, buzz through a red light. In that moment, do you have the authority to... Pull them over and and write that citation. I mean, how does that work? Yes, I do. Um, so, and most of the time, I will, and I have done that. And I've issued citations when I'm on my way somewhere. Sometimes I'm not always in a position to do that, but most of the time I am. Like ninety nine point nine percent of the and time, that goes I am. for all officers. Officers, obviously. yes. So when we we get back to that unmarked vehicle, are they in a uniform? Are they in a marked vehicle? I drive a marked vehicle, so I can stop anyone at any time. They know I'm the police. But the unmarked vehicles are where we get a little. Um, 
into, well, they have to have an actual police identifier, which means like a vest with a badge, you know, those kinds of things, or full uniform. Um, I, I like to tell officers, you know, just call another officer to your location. Um, you can do that. Just pull them over, but if call you're in a marked another vehicle? officer. And, and yeah. Unmarked. Gotcha. And then yeah, have unmarked. someone in a marked unit come. And that, that's fine. They can issue the ticket. I see it on the witness. Um, blah, blah, blah. So um, so we're, sometimes we're in a position to do that. And I have done that before. Um, but, you know, sometimes I know people think that I'm sitting at the light. and But maybe I am, like, looking at my computer to see where someone's going or what's going on. There's a run going on that's hot I'm listening to and trying to figure out what's going on. Sometimes I might see the person who just ran the red light. When people think I'm sitting right there, I should have saw it. I'm like, well, sometimes I don't. I do not like to look at the computer too much while I'm driving. But if I'm stationary like that, I will glance over there and look at it um, because we all know that's a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to multitask because that's what the public expects from me. They expect me to be on my A game all the time. So I need to be armed with information. The information is on the computer a lot. So it's just one of those things where you have to be very careful as a driver and it's not like I'm some professional driver I'm just someone who has just a lot of experience driving um doesn't make me better than anyone else doesn't make me worse than anyone else either um but we we do have that ability to stop people um and and we do I, I think the stats prove it um in 2023 I looked up these stats before I came um we issued over 21,000 tickets um now I don't want to say those were all for speeding or all for red light. I mean, that encompasses every ticket we write. So so like a, like a DUI, could that be in there too? A D, all okay. the DUI tickets are in there. All the tickets that are written, um, either handwritten or electronically written, are in that number that I just gave, the 21,000 number. Um, so, so, so for instance, um, an OWI that you get or DUI that you get, those can generate up to three to four or five tickets depending on the situation or more. Um, it depends on what happened in, in that instance. So if it's like a wreck and then there's, you know, red light running and, and or stops I not see. stopping at stop signs, those things can be added into the in, onto the DUI ticket, which in itself is like two to three tickets just for the charge. So it's it's one of those things that could be multiple tickets for one stop. So twenty one thousand for 2023. Yes. How does that compare to previous years? Did you happen to look up all those stats? I'm really putting you on the spot I here. did not look up those stats, um, but I will say it's probably generally the same. Um, we don't get, we don't have a lot of like differences. Now we probably will see an increase in tickets this year um, because we're looking to have that traffic unit. But not only that, we were fortunate enough, um, actually it was the new chief, uh, Chief Caudell, who actually wrote a grant um, and we were able to secure uh, moving radars. So these oh, are wow. gonna be radars in affixed to officer squad cars front and back. So they'll be able to catch people coming and going. We got a significant amount of those and each quadrant was assigned, I feel a significant amount for all three shifts. So we'll have a lot more eyes on the road, a lot more people. And at least for me in my area, I gave those to my high worker, my high generators of traffic stops and runs. So you mean, so, so, okay. Your officers that 
typically that produce a lot. Okay. Yes. And remind us of your quadrant again. A southeast quadrant yeah. of Fort Wayne. So we've had this and this is a this is a daily thing that comes in. People call my office all the time to complain about speeding, um, red light. Our, oh really? Our, so you get the, all those complaints. I get too. those complaints too, yeah. And they sometimes they go to IA, sometimes they go wherever, Facebook. You know, they come in through our messenger system. Look, this is happening. But people have to understand we are a department of 500 people, officers. Not all of them are on the street. Um, we've got detective bureau, crime scene. We've got um, gang unit. We've got street crimes. We've got um, people in um, narcotics. We've got people that are in administrative duties, um, computer forensics. We have people all over. So our street numbers are relatively small in that 500. And mind you, we've got to cover three shifts, four quadrants, um, and 365 days a year. So we don't have the personnel to make traffic our main focus because we still have to answer those radio runs as street officers. So it, it's very cumbersome for them to then, in addition to what they're doing, make those traffic stops as well. So, but they do obviously twenty-one thousand tickets generated. Let's let's play a game, Sophia. <laughs> let's continue with with our numbers here. You know, about five hundred police officers. There's really just not enough to monitor every street, every road, every highway to issue every single citation. And in fact, that would be your only job, right? If yeah. that's what people demanded from you. But do you think for the size of Fort Wayne, for the size that we are, do you think there is a number that would help, that would be uh, close to enough at least, or some, <laughs> somewhat adequate, you know, to issue the number of citations perhaps that do need to be issued? Well, in my personal opinion, I think our department could be higher in number. Um, I would like to see it up to up to at least 550. To try and handle the volume to, of well, all those. It's not just traffic. It's just the enormous amount of things that we're that people expect out of us. And that list grows every year. Um, you know, um, I, I tend to, I don't run our social media, but I tend to post a lot of things on social media. And every time I do something, like I, I do like a funny post at Christmas or, or not Christmas, but like on weather, weather days. So when there's bad weather or something, I'll make a post reminding people to slow down and be cautious. And, hey, we're, here's the warming stations, the, yeah. that kind of thing for homeless. And then people come back and like, well, what are you doing about the homeless? And I'm like, well, that's not a police function. No, nope. it's not my job to figure that out. I'm an enforcer of laws um, <clears throat> and protector, if you will, as well. So, but people expect that from us. They expect us to know where all the resources is for everyone that we deal with, and we have to get them here and have to get them there, but that's not really our function. We do do that, absolutely we do that, and we try to do that, but it also takes personnel, it takes time, and then it takes time away from calls that we do. Which, and it also takes money, Sophia, if you're gonna pay money. for all yes. this personnel. Yes, and which includes tax raises. And no one's gonna want no that. no one wants that. Mm -mm. Or if we do have it, we want to make a we want to be assured that it's going to the right things, to the stuff it's supposed to go to that actually helps this community. Um, and I hear, you know, I hear I hear it on all sides because you know I'm a I'm a close follower of local politics and and things that go on here because I truly believe that local politics is where it's at. Amen, sister. You know, this is your daily life in and out, your quality of life. Where do you live and how is the money being spent here? But I hear people all the time when they talk about a new business. Oh, what kind of tax break did they get? 
There's a lot of things that go into that, but you have to drive business here in order to get a tax base because then they'll bring workers. Yeah, maybe it's only 20 to 30, but that's another 20 to 30 taxpayers that mm-hmm. we have in this in this city that are going to be paying for your police, for your here. fire, yeah, for, for schools, everything. all the things. Yeah, for everything. So it's. It's one of those things where you have to understand how it all works, and that's why I think civics is so important (laughs) in our lives, and we really have to understand that and know how things work. Okay, so speaking of how things work, great segue. Um, (laughs) You know, you mentioned the radar guns. You have more of those coming on. Um, So, again, this summer, spring, we'll likely see maybe some more traffic citations issued. Um, I want to just bring this up because I think there's some – miscommunications or people just, you know, have have incorrect assumptions about traffic cameras because Fort Wayne does have several traffic cameras throughout the Summit City that monitor traffic conditions. But I want to be clear about this. Y'all don't use them for enforcement, right? Correct. We do not use them for enforcement. No. Okay, so for folks, Sophia, who are saying to use those, uh, why should it be so hard? Because I hear that a lot about all of the traffic cameras, but that, that is just simply not a thing. That is not a thing that y'all do. And I don't know, do other departments do that or use them for enforcement? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, there are other jurisdictions that do that. I okay, know so they're that's heavily why people used are on the that. West Coast, Okay. Uh, East Coast. I know they're used at every toll booth. If you try and run a toll booth, oh, true that, true that. <laughs> you're going to get a ticket. Um, but we do not use them for enforcement here. And that that would be up to city council, right, if that was going to be a thing? That would be um, probably a conversation with city council, with traffic engineering, with a bunch of people that are way above my pay grade. Uh, But, yes, it's doable. You can do it. Uh, And, you know, but it it comes back to as well as. And I never under I haven't really because we don't use it here. I haven't really looked in much of that. I know I know what they are. I know what they do, but um, you know you would have to because you would have to change the ordinance to make it that the owner of the vehicle gets the ticket because you might not always be able to identify who the driver is because the driver might not be the owner of the vehicle. Oh, and, oh, the great point. So yeah. your tick your the points would go against the driver of the vehicle for running the red light but if if the person's unwilling to identify who that driver is now what because i always come back to like people will say well with pursuits well you have the plate number yeah we have the plate number but that doesn't mean that the registered owner is the driver of the vehicle that's such a good point i've never thought about that to be honest yeah people say that all the time we'll just run the plate and you you know who it is i'm one of those people (laughs) no we don't and then that vehicle could be stolen and we don't know it that they could have taken in the middle of the night the the owner doesn't even know it's gone um so there's a lot of things in there you know and we just have to make sure that we have the right person that we're issuing the citation to or that we're trying to arrest them to pursue it if you want us to just arrest the and, plate. And let's face it, if and I, and I can't speak for other cities, towns, departments, what what have you, but I I know a lot of the people, the residents of Fort Wayne, and the second I feel like it was decided that traffic cameras were going to be used for enforcement, a lot of folks would have an issue with that as well. Yeah, because they think it's Big Brother. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and I get that argument. Um, and kind of a segue here into what we'll be talking in next week. Um, there are systems in place, and this isn't specifically for traffic, but it's for it's for helping police with crime. Um, it's called Flock Safety. Um, I know it's oh, been I can't wait to get into that next tossed week. around a lot, and but it is as a camera system that that helps police um, <clears throat> jurisdictionally. So 
something could happen here in Fort Wayne, like a crime could occur, and I have a plate number and I have a make of a car. I could enter that into that flock system and it goes nationwide to whoever has a flock system and it alerts police when that vehicle or that license plate enters that camera view and then you know where that person is, the camera wow. is, those See, kinds of things. See, that's amazing. But people think it's Big Brother and there's been a lot of argument. I mean, I've had... Till it's your kid who's been kidnapped. Exactly. Or it's your you know, wife or brother or sister or something. Until you have some kind of personal involvement in something, it's never good enough. Mm-hmm. And I would... You know, I, and I don't get me wrong. I have my yeses and nos about the system, too, because everything can be abused. Mm-hmm. Everything. But I think we handle those on a case by case basis because the overall good for me is worth the price. Yeah. But that's just me. Well, you know how we are. We always like to make things black or white. We can never seem to really have this gray yeah. area of case by case. For some reason, it's either this jar or that jar. But I just really wanted to drive home the point that at least here in Fort Wayne, yes. all these traffic cameras that we're all seeing are not used for enforcement. They are not. When it comes no. to traffic citations. The other thing I wanted to get into, um, because you're talking about personnel, and, and yeah, maybe if we had 50 more police officers, that would be way more beneficial to to issuing all of these traffic citations that are are needed. I mean, let's face we just both have said we've got lots of issues when it comes to traffic um, and people abiding by the law when driving. But something that was brought up by the new police chief, Sophia, is this Fort Wayne Police Traffic Division. If memory serves me correctly, we've actually had one of these before, right? We did. Um, Actually, fun fact, when I came on, I actually rode with one of the traffic people in that division. So we worked a four-day, 10-hour shift, which was amazing because I worked Monday through Thursday and had Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which (laughs) was awesome. (laughs) But um, yeah, so what we did, we handled primarily traffic citations and traffic accidents. So that was our job for the whole day. So we would set up, we would run traffic, or we would hit every- No kidding, for the whole 10 hour shift. For the whole 10 hour shift. We did every accident that came that we were able to pick up because we were available, we did. And then we ran traffic um, enforcement on the other times when we didn't have accidents. So that was, it was a really, um, I learned to do traffic accidents very well (laughs) then because we did so many, especially during bad weather. During the winter months, it was brutal because you know how many, as well as I do, oh, sitting yeah. in the newsroom in the mornings, like you do. That how many accidents we have? Laundry and, list. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. So that can be a, that can be a lot, but you learn to do them very quickly, um, and you learn to stack them as you can, and then do them later. Okay, so this division obviously went away. When did, did that happen? Ooh, and why? I would say probably in the probably 2005 to 2008 somewhere in there yeah. i'm not quite sure why it went away um we had a motorcycle unit division into that traffic cool, unit, we so did we had like yeah like chips on that's pretty <laughs> baller showing my age but <laughs> the show chips <laughs> no i don't know what that oh is oh my gosh sorry oh, sorry California you aged Highway yourself Patrol. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but they were on motorcycles and they did traffic stuff so we had those and they would do speed enforcement they do crashes all from the motorcycle and you know motorcycles you can't really see so they were able to sit in places and they really i mean those they were all guys at the time but those guys wrote a lot of tickets a lot of tickets um so it really helped and we could set them we can move them around because they weren't quadrant based they were city based um so we could move them around as necessary and i think that's what they'll they're looking to do with this new traffic unit it's not going to be motorcycles uh, i understand no chips um but they will be city based not quadrant based now they'll be handling 
issues that quadrants may be having. I know like Southeast, whenever they get like a, a new paved area, like I think Paulding Road got paved, newly paved, Hessen Castle, those become just like autobahns for mm -hmm. people because they're they're just nice and fresh, right? But we then we get a lot of complaints generated. So then we focus our attention with our street officers there. But again, when the call volume's high, the traffic stop or the ability to do traffic stop is going to be low. And and we've been seeing, you know, a lot of crime this year. So it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, we get it when we can. We're not always available to do that, though. Do you think, I mean, so obviously at some point this traffic division went away, early 2000s. Um, I mean, my, my, my assumption is, oh, maybe it wasn't doing as much as we thought it was. It could be personnel, it could be money. It, it could be a number of issues. But my point being, let's, let's go ahead and say we bring it back. Fort Wayne PD brings it back for 2024. Will it make that big of a dent? I mean, will it make that big of a difference? I mean, I know you don't have a crystal ball, Sophia, but you, you've obviously kind of been a part of it sort of before. I mean, what would you project for that? Um, I think they'll probably be Hard more highly yeah. visible, but I think the amount of officers that will be able to be placed into the unit will not be significant enough to see like a major shift. Yeah. Would um, this be a volunteer thing as well because i know a lot of times with all of your different units and divisions within the fort yeah. wayne pd y'all volunteer for those um no okay this, from my understanding i think they're looking to make this like an exempt position which means right. it yeah. is not a seniority based position so they'll be able to hand select who they want but contractually there's a lot of like nuances because you there's a certain percentage um that we of the equation that we can take from the patrol division to satisfy that unit. I see. Okay, gotcha. Um, but it's contractually based. So that you can only have a certain percentage of exempt spots for the whole department, mm -hmm. and they're pretty much used. So now it's just oh, so finding just not the place to juggle those yeah. and make exempt positions or get them back enough to put people in the unit well i know that we're going to have the new police chief on here in a couple of weeks so i i can't wait to ask him about that and hear more about that because i know it's kind of on his his wish list you know of things to yeah. do that he would like to do um under his reign so looking forward to that really quick sophia just all things considered let's say you know fort wayne where we were 10 years to now i mean how do you feel like the Fort Wayne Police Department, because, again, I don't want to age you, but you've been there for almost 30 years now. I know. <laughs> um, how would you say, if we kind of did this compare and contrast, that the Fort Wayne PD is doing in terms of handling the bulk and the volume of traffic citations that there are, in fact, in the Summit City? Um, honestly, I think it's a struggle. I think right now we're just seeing such a high volume of people driving fast. I mean, we Why see is it that? What's, I, I, don't I don't know. Get it. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't think maybe they think we're gonna do something, and sometimes we we don't or we can't. I get it, but then they're like shocked when we pull them over. I'm like, well, but you know, you were speeding. Right. Um So I, I, I'm not sure. We, you know, we've seen an uptick in road rage incidents. We've had a couple of shootings over road rage. Yeah. One fatal. So it. I I don't. The whole point of policing is stopping the crime before it happens. That's the whole point of this, right? Stopping before it happens. But that relies on the driver. Mm -hmm. You know what the rules are. Um, so I shouldn't have to enforce those rules. You should be like self-enforcing them on yourself. But now you've made me do it. Uh, so it's just, 
I don't and then know. we're going to get I mad at you. Self-responsibility yeah. and just doing what you know you should be doing. Let me ask. And if you get pulled over because you weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing, don't be upset at me. Yeah. Don't be upset at me because you know you weren't supposed to be doing that. Speaking of being upset, so upset, let me just have a little fun here really quick. Let you know, let's say you're on your way to work. You know, we were talking about this at the beginning of, of the show here that you have the authority and you can say you see someone run a red light. Um, you can pull them over. Right. But let's say you, you're on your way to something, I don't know, more important. You know, there's a pursuit going on that you have to get to or what have you. Does it just like irk you when you do see a traffic infraction and you can't at that moment, you don't have the time or whatever the reason is, you can't actually pull that person over? Like what goes through your brain in that moment? Well, it had to be a really important thing that I'm going to for me not to pull someone over because I'm, I'm in a marked unit, so I can do that wherever. And I'm always prepared to do that. What really irks me is when I'm in my personal vehicle. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there's no squad car there and people just take liberties. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, so that really irks me. I'm like, because I can't do anything. And I, I'm like, oh, I would so pull you over if I was in my squad car. Oh, well, <laughs> but... that would drive me. I, either way, I feel like it would drive me nuts if I couldn't actually pull someone over. Like, yeah. again, let's say you were on your way to pursuit, something very important or active yeah, maybe armed robbery. Call out or something yeah, like that. Yes. something crazy. Okay, what's coming up next week then? Are we doing that, um, the flocking? Well, well, we'll talk about that during the conversation, but we're going to be joined by Sheriff Scott Holiday from Wells, uh, Wells County. Um, he's going to join us. We're going to poke a little bit about the incident that happened, the kidnapping incident that happened. Yeah. We can't get into details because that's still under adjudication, but we're going to talk generally. We're going to talk about mutual assistance, what mechanisms that they use in order to get her back. Part of that, um, from so what incredible. I understand, is Just... the flock safety system. So okay. we'll talk a little bit about that. I don't know how much he knows. I know a little bit as well. We'll talk about that. And then the following week, we, we're going to start uh, breaching into the youth violence that we're seeing here in the Fort Wayne area. And we'll talk um, to the leader of Youth for Christ, Nigel, Sim Nigel Sims. He, um, can't wait to meet him. Yeah, he's just a phenomenal, um, I'll call him a young man because I think he is, <laughs> but he's just a phenomenal, just a Christ-centered person who just has a big heart for this community and its youth. So I'll be happy to have him on. Did I use that terminology correctly for the flock system? Is it called flocking? Flock safety. Fl flock safety. <laughs> flock, flocking, I've turned it flocking. in. Flocking. <laughs> oh, that could be a new like code word. There, there you go. You're welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> if you've missed any previous episodes of the Unholstered podcast, uh, don't forget that you can download the podcast anywhere you download your favorite shows. Just search for Unholstered. Until next weekend, this is your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Unholstered. Podcasts by Federated Media.